Hey, if you want to support this podcast, go over to anchor.fm slash drive safe text when home. But what you could do totally free, go over to Apple podcast and give, give me a rating. Like, you know, like maybe like a simple five star and say, this is the greatest podcast on the planet. You know, just something like along those lines, that'd be sick. But yeah, it, it definitely helps go up in the charts and all that fun stuff. So please, if you could do that, that would be sick. Thank you and enjoy this episode. Hey everyone, this is a podcast and I'm here with... I'm Scott Osment. I play drums in Def Club and a bunch of other bands. Dude, heck yes. <laughs> and, and, and that is very true because I checked them all out and I was super stoked. But like, dude, the, like, like, I, like I told you in the message I first sent you is that like, like we determined blast beats are everything. And, and <laughs> but like i'm not kidding i'm pretty sure it was on justin's like story when i think it was like when def club was like starting or something like that and i just saw you playing i was like holy fuck like it, you you just look it was so fast and it was so clean i was so i uh, dude uh, right after that i was like oh dude def club's gonna be perfect and like <laughs> dude yeah so your drumming is fucking unbelievable dude Damn, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, of course, dude. Like, credit where the credit is definitely due, dude. It's fucking awesome. Thank you. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I've been I've, I've been blasting for a minute. I've been in a bunch of blaster bands. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, dude, dude, I yeah. like blaster band. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, yeah, I was like twenty years old. I'm twenty nine now. I I was like twenty, and I realized like in Austin in the um, punk scene, kind of hardcore scene. No one was really blasting. Oh, really? Was, yeah, I mean, no one really was. I mean, some people were, but not really. It was all like still, it's still like D beats and bullshit. So, D beats are sick, but it was like nobody's blasting. I gotta like, <laughs> I gotta be the blaster. Like, I gotta like, I gotta like work at this. Yeah. So, thanks. I've been working really hard on it for like years dude it, it well it shows because it's fucking sick dude like th- and then like like knowing that you've like you've been working on it like dude how do you even get into drumming in the first place like it was that your first like your first instrument uh yeah definitely um actually it's kind of funny i wanted to initially i wanted to i was like learning how to skate oh, okay like, get on a sport i was learning how to skate and um i was like 13 or 14 or something and um i i accidentally kicked my board down like a storm drain like just as i was like starting to like go down hills like i was really early on and i was like fuck and so i couldn't fit in the storm drain so i i just walked home and then like a few months later i just started drumming Um, it was like i feel like i feel like if i didn't do that i would just be like skating but you know it didn't work out <laughs> dude <laughs> dude that's it's crazy like um i like it was funny like i started playing drums like i think like 10 years ago or something like that but like i uh what was it uh i was skating at that time and i i was i broke like i i like fractured one of my elbows and then like a couple months later after that was healed i then fractured the other elbow and after the uh, dude i was just like dude fuck this like i'm not doing this anymore and like i was like and like i couldn't play my drums and i was so pissed off so like i totally quit so yeah dude skateboarding stories dude that's that's weird (laughs) yeah 
And it's it's funny, like I don't skate now, but like I would say like half my friends do, and um, that either play in bands or don't. And like, <laughs> I don't know. A lot of my friends they like skate, they skate, but they're always just like so cautious. <laughs> they would rather blast, or they would like play guitar. They would rather not fuck up their fingers. Yeah. Then they're also sort of skating. Oh, I have a number of friends that would like have your same story. Like, oh, I fucked up my elbow. So I was like, <laughs> uh, so like, uh, you know, what do I want to do? Play guitar or like have a fucked up elbow from time to time? <laughs> dude, dude, exactly. Yeah. Dude, that's what I've always thought is like, okay, like, like music, uh, music I can play and like it's, it's like safe for the most part like i know if you could have like a bad show like you might get stabbed or something but like you can yeah. do, you can do that at a skate park too but like still like mm-hmm. you're you're like you're trying to do tricks where you could roll an ankle break in like anything and like so i feel like it's funny like music is definitely the safest avenue for music uh- <laughs> also like when i was a kid i played sports and shit so and i live in texas and um so I'm basically from here, and um, it was like I, I played a bunch of sports when I was a kid and uh, different stuff, and I w- it's just so fucking hot. Yes. It's like, it's you know, it was nice to transition from like being outside all day to transition to being inside with the air conditioning <laughs> while practicing drums. I was like, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not a, it's not a team thing. It's like me freaking out about me not being as good as I want to be yep. in my own time in the air conditioning. It's a way better like thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Fuck. Yeah. Like 100% dude. Because like, yeah, like knowing. Yeah. Because when I, when I asked you, I thought you were like out in LA. I thought you were like local to LA and then you were like, Oh, I'm in Texas. I was like, Oh fuck. Okay. Like, and mm-hmm. dude, knowing you're from there, like that's, it's like, like the, the, I think I'm surprised that state hasn't melted off yet. Like it's just <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> I, man, this COVID shit really fucked my shit up. So I just moved. I moved. I was living in Los Angeles before that. I was living in San Diego. I'm from here. Yada yada. Who cares? COVID <laughs> thing really happened because I'm from here. I have like all my, you know, like chosen family here. I got yeah. like, uh, you know, I don't know. I just needed to be here right now and like especially like with all the sh- this fucking abbott dude can just like we can just where's the guillotine at <laughs> uh, <laughs> i hope he dies of covid <laughs> no um, dude that's perfect <laughs> i know he's like, fuck this fucking dude so like the more i'm out here i'm like you know it's, it, man it, when i was living in california i never necessarily felt like i was like fighting uphill all the time yeah but out here my friends are just like everyone feels like so fucking down all the time like man again we have to keep on like fighting uphill for this shit that is just like common sense to all of us and even california's fucked up but like you know what i mean like it's like abortion shit because it's going on dude that's fucked up not sorry this yeah i've been back here like a few months and it's just been like politically and like what is going on with this place like let's just chill out but we're still in texas <laughs> dude this is dude, like what happens here dude it's it, it just mind-blowing because like because I, I i i forever ago i remember seeing like 
my band posted like like stop like men should not be making laws for like women's bodies and i was like oh fuck yeah that's perfect and then i recently mm. saw it again and i was like dude this just happened like fucking two years ago and it's still happening mm. and like it's it's worse than ever too dude no didn't it, in texas didn't they like outlaw like abortion like 100 percent or something like that they made it they made it that if if you are a woman and you get an abortion like you have to pay a ten thousand dollar fine and like potentially go to jail um, <laughs> what yeah it's literally that absurd dude um, now a couple of years ago what you're talking about is when like and parenthood got like kicked out or something like yeah do abortions anymore i was like re- <laughs> relatively speaking not too big a deal I mean, it was, it's a huge deal. Fuck that. It's a huge deal, and it got worse. Yeah. And um, fuck this state. But, <laughs> you know, like, these are my people, too. Like, these are my friends. And you're like, well, you know, I still want to be with my people. But it's like, I don't know, man. Fuck this state. I don't know. California has got plenty of problems. I hope the re-election doesn't work out. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Dude. Uh, when I was living in L.A. last year, I, we, you know, we had unemployment money mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah in texas like that's not a thing oh seriously that's yeah, not a thing some what? people got some but not really wow. plenty of friends that were just like hustling holy uh, shit dude yeah yeah and la was fucked last year <laughs> super yet, fucked super fucked <laughs> No, I was like working downtown and I was like living close to downtown and I was like, this is like absolutely absurd living down here. Um, So I made my way out. But anyway, right now, like in my like relationship to, um, I guess, effectively just Southern California, being a dude that plays in bands, which is what we're here for. Yeah. (laughs) It's so easy to go into the political because it's just like. It, I mean, it's it's just like it's 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 happening all the time. I mean, it, it's just around. <laughs> but um, I'm like a fly guy right now, so like I played in LA a couple times the past few weeks. Yeah, and I just kind of flew in. It's been great. Jeez, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you only get to experience like, oh fuck, I only have to deal with this bullshit for like a couple days. Okay, see you later. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> For this summer, like all I have to deal with is like Texas stuff, and it's like you know what? At least I'm like have such because I'm like from here, so it's I have like a, a a whole like circuit out here, like a network out here. Dude, um, in San Diego and LA, I have like a little bit of you know some friends and stuff, but out here, like I'm from here, so exactly yeah dude no like and trust me like how you said like it's it's very easy to like dive down the rabbit hole of like fucking political stuff like like i'm i'm very ignorant to all that shit like i unless it's to that like like when because like everyone's like blasting that on on the internet and it's like it's fucking good i'm glad like there's been like a lot of petitions i've signed that says like dude are you like it's basically like it should basically just say like are you stupid? If you are, don't sign this or, or like, or whatever the <laughs> fuck or vice versa. And it's just like, dude, like, Oh dude. I, I just, I don't get it. And like, I keep, I keep seeing that. It says like, Oh, well, wh- what about like, like, yeah, if you outlaw like abortion, then like give every male a vasectomy or something. And I was like, Oh dude, I'm down. Like, <laughs> like that's I'm tight. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm please sign me up. <laughs> dude. No, but, I, 
I have I have some dude friends that are uh, like looking into that more and more often. Um, oh no way! Cool. Friends that friends that are like single and like don't have kids and don't want to have kids, they're just like fuck it, just have a vasectomy. If I want a kid, I'll fucking you can just reconnect it or whatever. Exactly, dude. Yeah. Like that's the best way to do it. Yeah, dude. So I have some single friends looking into that, and then some friends that are. <laughs> already have kids and they're just like fuck it we're done <laughs> we're gonna have the two or whatever we're done we're not doing this anymore and i was like that's great y'all do you dude dude exactly like i have i have a son and that's like, where i'm at with that man yeah dude like no no trust me like I, that's how i feel like i would love to like i would love to get one even like i was I, I after having one, I was like, "Oh yeah!" I people are literally. I had mine. Mine might have been an accident, and like, uh, but like, anyway, it's like I love him to death. But the thing is, like, it's just so crazy to know that, like, like literally, like, I don't know. You could just like you could get rid of it, and like, it, I why can't it be free? Because guess what? You would be you would stop uh, the overpopulation. Like everything mm-hmm. could be a lot better, and like it's just like I don't know why. Like the human race thinks like the man is like the best thing ever. Like it's just it's so scary, dude. It's like, dude, do do we create life no. halfway? Like that's it. We accidentally do something and then the woman takes everything else. <laughs> I know, it's such a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. That's where like I don't know, you have to be you know what? So that's where you can like really focus, you know, like there's those thoughts and then you're like, you know what? Let's put this energy, you know, into this song or yes. whatever. Or like, let's put this energy that I'm, you know, so like, um, I, I would say like in my day to day, like, so I play in like 1000 bands. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like it feels like, I think I recently counted it was close to 10. What? Um, and <laughs> Dude. I have a couple solo things and some other stuff, but it's like, I'm doing that kind of stuff, and um, but Def Club, thank God for Def Club because that was the band that like, um, that really hard. In my day to day, I'm just like chilling, like going like, "Yo, let's go get a coffee and let's go talk shit." Yeah, of course. You know what I mean, and then but the, the, the like, the like really pissed and like political and like these like kind of thoughts that are I always kind of have, but I don't always act on like yes hyper political thoughts. Like I'm like, oh, thank God I have this band. That, <laughs> like just for this yeah it's like for this part of myself like this this like record that is coming out whenever is like <laughs> i mean it's just like it's like all the most like pissed off things i've ever um thought and justin's like so good at like encapsulating like like, like we're all on the same page about most everything sick like, politically as a band and his lyrics are just like perfect for like exactly you know how I feel about shit, and I feel like how everybody in the band feels about shit. Just like fuck everybody, fuck your boss. <laughs> just try to be nice, like dude. Yes, like no yeah. dude. Oh. And then like expressing it in the most like absurd, like you know, blast beat driven way possible. <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude, that's so sick. Yeah, because like I, I'm so I, I am way too excited for that record because like I remember. Like I, I had the first EP and I was like, oh, this is great. And then I heard that new song and I was like, oh man, like it literally like transcended another level in my brain. I was like, oh fuck. Because like a couple of my friends were like, yo, you should buy the record. I was like, okay, because I like, I love buying records, but I was like, okay. And then I heard the song. I was like, oh man, like that literally sold me because it was like, it's like that EP, that, that first EP, like 
it just evolved into something cr- i dude i just i'm i'm super stoked it sounds fucking gnarly already thanks dude yeah what we um uh that first <laughs> that first thing was like pretty rushed yeah uh, <laughs> Uh, we like made it in like a couple months and then recorded it. But the addition of Tommy uh, Meehan is like massive. He's the dude that like I feel, and he's gonna you know he doesn't like hearing any of the shit. Um, <laughs> I, he he kind of he made it like like a that that extra level that we're all just like holy shit this is this is crazy like his like use of effects and stuff and. I don't know, and then he like just know he just knew like what to do to make us sound like the next level of like insane, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, man!" Like, Dude, that's so yeah. sick. He, I don't know, we, fi- I don't know, he figured it out, and we just got to be in like in the room. I mean. Dude, thank you. Yeah, no, of course, no, dude. Like that's sick. Like, I'm stoked. Like, and then like, like so, like taking like a like a big step back, but like, like what? Uh, how did how did you even get into like into music? Like, did someone get you into it, or did like you just like accidentally stumble oh, onto like, a record? Yeah, we're talking like 20 years ago. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I didn't really care about it uh, at all. Um, but my when uh, up until I was like 10 or something, 10 or 11. But I listen to whatever is on the radio. So yep. I lived in. So <laughs> this is where it gets more complicated. I was born in like the sh- 11. So I'm like basically from here. I don't know. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I've lived everywhere. Who cares? <laughs> and, uh, so I'm in the Chicagoland area. And um, my mom was like, she's like from there. And so she grew up like in the 70s, listening to disco and like Motown stuff. So my mom always kind of had that on. My dad was like real into ACDC and like Black Sabbath. Okay. And then my sister was like into the Foo Fighters and you know Nine Snails and shit. Like in the you know late nineties. Yeah, yeah. Know, whatever. And um, you know, and I'm like eight or nine, and then my sister's a couple years older. So. And then um, I don't know. And then fucking like fucking Lincoln Park was like my shit. Yep. Dude. <laughs> like what two thousand? Like Hybrid Theory just came out two thousand one. It was like shit. This is it, dude. And then, so like, it was like, yeah, totally. You know, like, there's he's screaming, like, this is sick. And then, I don't know, as as I kind of just like um, got more into music, and uh, I, you know, I was doing like sports and shit, and I was like, this is dumb. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was getting more and more into music stuff, and I was like, I want heavier, I want gnarlier. And it just like the next. Thing just sort of like fell in my lap the next thing was like i don't know like my sister got into the dead kennedys oh hell yeah and bikini kill and the t-grain shit and i was like oh my god like this is like really this is everything and then <laughs> that kind of came from my my cousin not by blood or name he's you know one of those relationships yeah yeah <laughs> he has like that's like a like a street punk band and like i was like well fucking tommy has a band like what like there was someone i was you know no one in my family plays music but that dude was like in a punk band i was like whoa that's crazy i never really saw him and then like i got older and i was like i want Mudvayne, i want slipknot hell like, yeah I want heavier <laughs> i'm a god kill switch engage uh, <laughs> more blast beats more double kicks <laughs> and like and then like some kid and i'm living here now and some kid and the second year of high school, so the sophomore year, 
some kid i was like a i didn't really i ate lunch in the hallway as a as a weird kid yeah and, <laughs> yeah um, yeah like the five like weird kids <laughs> that like didn't have any friends um so we're i'm sitting next to one of those guys and i don't know his name it doesn't matter he was like, dude, you should check this out. And he, he showed he literally showed me the locust. What? It was like, yeah. I, don't, I was like, this like hallway kid. And I was like, <laughs> holy shit. Like, we're moving on from like Lamb of God and like Kill Switch Engage. And I was shown the locust by a kid with one of the ear with one earbud and one ear. Whoa, dude. And he was like, check this out. And I was like, okay, this is crazy. So then I MySpace fucking was everything. So yep. this is like oh six oh seven i think i've been drumming for like less than a year and um and then dude that myspace top eight was like how it came together for me it was like locust top eight was like lightning bolt and like yip yip and um daughters and shit so that i was like oh my god and then i go on their top eights and i was like oh my god like this is crazy dude and i got really in to like the craziest music and as niche as I could possibly go via MySpace top eights. Dude. Oh my God, dude. Like that, like I, dude, we're the same age and you did it the right way. Like I, I wish like, because I grew up in the MySpace era, but I literally just didn't listen to music. I don't know why. I just like nothing ever. Like no one, no one really ever did that. Like the first band that ever was shown to me was like as dying 94 hours. So when I heard that double kick and I was like, Whoa, like, and fuck, this is so sick. Yeah, dude, it was, it was just <laughs> mind blowing. And I was like, Holy fuck. And then like, Dude, knowing that like you you had you had the hallway kid show you fucking the locust like dude I know. you you were you were subjected to like like as Justin would say the most annoying music and you liked it and like and yeah and it was like obsessed with it dude oh. it was the ne- it was the next it was the next thing like yeah like, you're coming from like Slipknot and Mudvayne yeah which, you know costumes and shit and it's brutal uh. I don't know. I think. I mean, I have multiple copies of the self-titled Slipknot um, <laughs> vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, when you're coming from that, you're like, I just want even more brutal shit. Yeah. And then like Locust, like, and I think also being like a fan of the Dead Kennedys too. Yep. Like, they're like Jello's lyrics are like weird, and they're hyper political, and like you listen to Plague Soundscapes. You're just kind of like, man, this band is like more brutal, more weird, more political, and fucking everything. And I was like, this is like exactly what I need. And then, you know, you kind of find your avenues after that. Going to like into weird like Zolo shit, like Zomzoms or like Yip Yip is kind of part of that too. And then we go even heavier with like daughter shit. Dude, you know what I mean? it, dude. It was it was definitely like pretty absurd. Uh, be in this band uh, <laughs> i bet dude that's sick <laughs> yeah uh, yeah so then I, I was like taking drum lessons for like a year when i was 14 to like 15 Tw- and towards the end of it i i was showing my drum teacher like can you show me how to play like solar panel acids and, <laughs> no way. and he was like i literally that name is too funny and then like most of our like Practice time was just like laughing at Locust song titles. <laughs> I didn't even like really teach anything. It was just like 
was like, well, I don't think this is for me anymore. I'll just like do this shit on my own. <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude. Yeah. I mean, dude, bathtub of full of 40 minutes is like literally the greatest title ever. Like I, I, <laughs> dude, the whole record. I have multiple <laughs> copies of that one too. Dude. One of the like, <laughs> I have it tattooed on me as well. Dude, I've been I, I I dude, I want my like my I think my favorite locust record may be Safety Second Body Last like like oh, that totally. dude and I want that that weird noodle worm guy like I love that. I want the logo. Dude, no, dude, full back piece. It's going to go on my neck, so it's going to like I'm going to shave my head. Uh but like yeah, dude, it's it's dude, oh, like and again, like I'm so glad like 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 you were shown the locust and now you're in a band with Justin. Yeah. Like that's just, what? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty absurd. I, I, you know, what's even a little crazier that you'll think is interesting is that is how I even got into Def club. Yeah. Go, <laughs> like, get, go. I'm sick. I'm excited, dude. <laughs> I can. I, so I continued on like doing like, uh, I was in like this synth punk band, like instrumental synth punk when I was like 17, 18, 19 and then i went to college and i dropped out because i was done yeah i <laughs> real into like got real into like page 99 and like orchid and shit and, like, oh real, like, fuck yeah shit. and like there was a, a little scene out here you know this house called habanero house and like this band moths and like fires and for one of and innards like all these like you know central well sort of central texas you know, Texas bands, who cares? Because everybody, like, between, like, Denton, DFW, Houston, and Austin, San Antonio, like, I don't know. There's, like, a whole little scene here, and they're they all just, like, will drive at, you know, like, ten, what, 10 years ago? Everybody was, like, driving three hours to go play a house show. Oh, dude. At, you know, back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I was, like, not part of that. <laughs> I was, like, look, I was, like, looking at it going, like, I should be a part of this. And so I would just, like, try to go to all the shows and try to say hey and be like, oh, I play in a screamo band. Like, can we play this house? You know, I didn't know how to, you know, I don't know how to do stuff. So yeah. I, was just like, I don't know. <laughs> this band I play in, it's kind of like a screamo band. We're trying to be like a screamo band after the Simpunk band. I was trying to be in, like, a screamo band. And, um, I, but with, like, obvious, like, locust references. Of course. And so it was like, yeah, and... <laughs> The two dudes I was in a band with, they both are like weirdos. And I was like, this is perfect. Um, <laughs> that band kind of fell apart. But then me and the guitarist moved on to start a two-piece band called Femoral. And we um, played a bunch of shows. And like we played this club one time at a birthday party. And like six or seven months later, the bartender was then the booker of the bar. His name's Dusty. And he's rad. And he uh, he hit me up and was like, hey... Did you play that birthday party? Like, it was a birthday party. Did you just play that birthday party back in June? And I was like, yeah. He was like, damn, you were sick. Do you want to open for fucking Invincible? What? Oh, and, my God, yeah. dude. Yeah, it was It was like oh, out God. of the blue. I was yeah, of course I want to play with <laughs> Dude. Yeah, I'm like 22. Of course I want to do that. So <laughs> I, or 24. And I was like, yeah, duh. And so um, we play and... The, the closer was the band Soars, which um, for, I guess the preface Soars, like for a time, like the Serbian was living in Austin and he had a band called Wet Lungs. Oh, yeah. That of 
that of course I was like at, I try to go to all the shows. I was like mostly underage when they were playing, so I was like sneaking in. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I was like, I gotta watch Gabe Serbian play drums. I feel like like he's like my direct. That's the line. Like I feel like uh, most of my drumming is like ripping that dude off. Dude, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think that's bad. No, either. no, fuck no, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like. <laughs> He's like, you know, in part why I'm like really into double kick, especially right now, because no one plays double bass right now, at least in my little circles that I'm in. Everyone's like single kick, and you're like, no, dude, you got to fucking double <laughs> kick, blast beat. Fuck dude, that. oh, that's so um, cool. And um, he was like playing in Wet Lungs, then he moved back to California. So then the singer of Wet Lungs started another band called Soars, and they were closing that fucking Invincible show. We opened, they closed. And then... And then, I guess Mike, the singer, and his friend Ryan, Ephemeral was starting to like fade apart. Mike and his friend Ryan, Mike from Swords, was like, were looking to start a power violence band. They couldn't find a drummer. Mike's like wife was like, "Why don't you talk to the kid that played Ephemeral, dude?" Mike, me, and I, and I was so he hit me up on facebook and was like hey i'm trying to start a power violence band i liked your band do you want to do one and i was like yep because that was you know and it's gonna sound weird whatever but it's like his name is mike morowitz yeah and on the record canada songs yeah the song mike morowitz the fantasy fuck yeah and so i kind of just put two and two together and i was right what in that uh <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Continue, so we had this band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we had this band called Weak Flesh, which was like uh the next level up of like heavier grind shit. Um and it, and Mike was a singer and then Ryan Pinkratz played guitar, Matt Bright played bass, and um yeah, we just started a band, and all the while, every time, like, one of Justin's bands, probably from when I was, like, 18 or 19 to when I moved, when I was 26, um, whenever, like, Retox or All Leather was in town, like, I, I was there. I was, like, always, you know, a little shy, but I was always, like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, you know? of course, yeah. So, me and Justin, like, sort of knew each other, uh, like, in a show setting, and um, I was, like, okay, but then Weak Flesh... We played like our first show and um first show, second show. It was like the first one of the first shows and John Severson was there. Yo, dude. <laughs> from Daughters. And yeah. I was like, Oh, so this so I this is this it's the same mic. Because John lives in town. He yeah. lives here. Yeah, dude, that's so and cool. um I didn't know that. <laughs> and then he just started come out coming up to me and saying some really nice stuff and I, I just like was like, Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> it's like you and Gabe are like Dude, it's they're everything, dude. Yeah, I was like, you guys are like the direct line, like the direct reference. I was like, this is so crazy. So and he's super cool. John's super rad. And uh it was it was interesting. Another like interesting little factoid was that like in Weak Flesh, Mike and Ryan had both played with Gabe Serbian before. Whenever it would be like writing a song, they'd be like, well, Gabe would do it this way. And I was like, fuck. I mean, I guess I'll do it that way. Of course. I mean, because <laughs> well, y'all know, like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So then, like, uh, John, whenever he was in town, he would always go to a Weak Flesh show. 
which was cool. It was really rad. I mean, became yeah. my friend. And um and yeah, and so I guess and then I moved to San Diego a few years ago cuz my ex now, she moved to San Diego for a job. But I found a couple months later um formally put me and Justin in like an email thing that was like, "Hey, Justin, this is my friend Scott. He plays drums. Y'all should be in a band." Oh, wow. Quite the recommendation. Yeah. Uh, and Justin was like, oh, I know this dude. It's all good. Like, we're, we're totally going to hang out. So, like, that first day was in San Diego. Me, Justin, and Becky and, and my ex, we all got um, dinner and, like, just hung out. And then pretty much it was, like, up on Justin's nuts, like, a little too much. <laughs> and I was just like, hey, like, do you know someone that plays guitar? I live in San Diego. I fucking know nobody other than you. And, and like, that's, like, all I got going on in a band and he was like oh yeah you know my friend brian from aacxdc he's trying to start something with me oh, dude once <laughs> dude okay cool that <laughs> happened like that <laughs> dude. we wrote the first song on that first ep like in their first practice together <laughs> no um, way dude <laughs> I guess I guess this is the this is the band. I guess we're good. Dude, dude, just knowing that like dude, your 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 like lineage is like s- stupid, dude. Oh my god, like like first of all, like John Severson is like unreal and then Gabe Serbian is also a god and and like dude, dude, oh my, and like knowing that like you get there you get to San Diego, you hang out with him. And he's like, yeah, I get like, let's start. Some- dude, what the f- dude? Oh my, I can't even, that's so sick. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, dude. But, like, it's interesting now, like looking back on it in that, cause like when I first got there, I was like, wow, this is pretty overwhelming. But now it's just like, I don't know. club feels like the bands that I was in when I was like 20, where I just kind of, everyone's like, I could hang out with anybody individually and get dinner like a really good um it feels good like this band like a bunch of like nice people just like trying to time and like been talking about ghosts and shit or like you know like are... <laughs> well which is cool it's interesting to be like in a relationship or having this type of relationship with these i mean everybody in the band's like extremely good at music so all the all these guys Dude, dude, that's so sick. Yeah, like it on it it, it, it it sounds like every like everyone yeah, just by like just by looking at the roster of it is just like holy fuck, dude. Like like this is stacked and like it's fucking dope and like I totally I 100% agree. It's dude, that's I'm just that is so cool. And also one of my favorite things is knowing that like you're as stoked on it because I know there's a lot of people out there that like would be like, yeah, like I met Justin Pearson. I'm in a band with him, but like, you're like, yeah, dude, like this is what happened. Like, look at this. Like, dude, that's what I would do. If I, if, if I, if I met someone like that, I'd be like, okay, well I was born today. And like, uh, like everything I would just go throughout that my whole life. Like that is so fucking dope, dude. I, I feel it, it. It's super, uh, it's so crazy. Cause I remember, being at like a talk show and I was that I snuck into when I was like 20 is like autobiography and I asked him to like sign it dude you know now I'm like 
getting dinner. But you know, <laughs> you know, relationships, relationships change. You know, another part of it was like, uh, I pressure, you know, what a recommendation from John. You know, I knew, I know me and Justin already knew each other, but it was like, I pressure of like, John is recommending me. That's ridiculous. Drums. Like that's such a recommend, uh, such a high recommendation. And, um, I got to, like step up like this is like i gotta like not be just like oh i can't make it this week like i can't do that shit yeah and i i I was like dude just because john like he's the guy and so like i didn't want to like make bad i don't want to you know make anybody whatever and i was living in san diego and the band was based in la so i every week and like rehearsed damn for like for like a year and a half Holy shit, dude. Like that's that's insane. And dude, again, but like like you said, like John recommended you. So it's like like that's like you 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 don't want to like in in a way like yeah, you don't want to tarnish the name because like he recommended you and like that that's what would go through my head. If like someone said like, "Oh yeah, Rick like he could play drums for you and then and then and I'm like, "Oh, I like I can't make it." Then I'd feel like, "Oh, I've just fucked up that friendship, and now I'm gonna look like, dude, that's insane, dude. You're just like, man, it's just like I just don't want to blow this. Yeah, exactly. And ultimately, especially this kind of music, like you cannot have rehearsal without the drummer. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Like, ultimately, and I, the whole band agrees. It's like me and uh, Brian, right? everything i mean him and i are at every practice and then if somebody make it that's great but for the most part i mean the whole like the, EP, the lp we have an ep coming out next year as well um mainly just me and brian wrote all this stuff damn yeah him and i in a room and um the base of everything was like me and brian and all the extras were pretty much everybody so for the most part it, i mean it's like other I've been in where it's just like me and the guitarist do everything and these guys are kind of in it now and I don't mean that like <laughs> <laughs> I know um, what you mean yeah it's kind of it's <laughs> I don't know it always does feel kind of shitty when I say that but it is accurate but but yeah and, and like the thing is I trust me I know what you mean because it's like but it, it's true like yeah like because like mainly like you said like the drummer has to be there it's like it's very like almost it's it's impossible like you can't uh, there's definitely a, a play like there's a place where like a guitarist could write a full song or something like that but like without the drums there like you're i don't know like y- uh, you you bring a whole nother like level or feel to like that because like what if he's like does does this like weird blast riff and you're like yeah but it'd be p- cool if i did this like fucking fucked up like locust beat over it and like it's just like i would have never thought about that without you here like it just in like you need it dude so i i understand what you mean i do feel like like a songwriter for the most part i feel like in in most all the bands i've been in i i get pretty like in um i try to be really chill in my regular life but when i when it comes to like (laughs) two hours a week that you're like writing songs, I feel important thing that I have going on is like whatever band I'm in. this right now is like, and 
this. And so for those two hours, like I'm not trying to, I'm not a, I try not to be a jerk, mm -hmm. but I'm pretty like um, stubborn. I get like, nope, it's got to be this way. Or like I get, or like I have these ideas and like I am, or like I get pretty like, About, <laughs> about like songwriting and like structure oh uh, dude everything like, to me no no tr no i i'm 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 the exact same way like i i i just i don't know like i i don't know like i i know like my like i know my my guitarist and my brother who, who's my vocalist will listen to this and be like oh yeah that's fucking you like that's literally like you because I, I have this idea of where it should go and I feel like it's like if it doesn't go that way it's like gonna be like wrong in my head for sure but like or I or it's just like it, it needs to go this way because it will be great or something along those lines and it's it's and then yeah you're there for those like two hours or however long and it's like dude I need it needs to be glued together the correct way or something like that you know, and you're because in that too is that sometimes you're like, my body flows better if these two parts go this way. Yes, like, like it's it's just easier for me to fucking do this if we just structure it this way, dude. That 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 new Def Club song is like, yeah, for for a good time is like, of it was like just drum ideas that I've always wanted to do in a song. And then they're very easy for me to flow like that. For I mean, I, I know it kind of, it sounds like crazy stuff, but it's like it's very easy for me to play like that. Yeah, yeah, that make it make, but it makes sense though. Like, dude, oh, like, dude, I know what you mean because if it's if it like because there are definitely parts where it's like if 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 so, like again if someone is telling you like oh like try and do it this way, it's like yeah, but like if I did it this way, I I can like either fill into that perfectly or I can like literally like transition like as if it's the exact same thing. Like it's, 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 I, dude, oh, that's so cool. I know what you mean, dude. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like, my, my arm doesn't fucking move like that or like, I don't know, there's like, <laughs> I get like so, so in like the mechanics of like, uh, I, I, I try to, like be into the mechanics of like how I play as it relates to the song. Yeah. And like, I can do this. This is not necessary. I'm not trying to limit myself, but right now this is how I can play. And I want to utilize this in a, in a, in a productive way, instead of like in a finding the flaws and like just make and pushing through. It's like, no, just play how the fuck you can play and make it smooth and like make it work and make the song as good as possible. That is like, like most of what's on my mind is like I'm mostly thinking about like song structures and like or like oh it'd be cool I've always wanted to hear a band do this like and I, or I'd be like oh I want to do that so it goes to like why I play in like so many bands is yeah. that I, <laughs> I, I it's because like I don't only have ideas going for F Club and, and in most of the bands I'm in I'm either filling in or like other creative ideas that I'm just like not interested in putting into Def Club or it doesn't work in yeah, Def Club. Yeah. Dude. It'll work this other thing that's like cool as fuck. And so Dude. Dude I'm thinking about stuff. Especially at my job, there's plenty of like thinking time. Oh dude. See, like that that's awesome. And like dude, that's what I was I wanted to say like like 
I, I because like I would I when I like t- talked to you I was like I knew you were in Deaf Club and then I, I then I listened to like Children's Letters to God which first of all the name's fucking unbelievable but like like I listened to your drumming on that and like it's it's different than Deaf Club and I I I, I, I even like wrote down like I even wrote down like dude it's fucking awesome like it's just like it, it it's it's like another side of like heavy drumming that you you bring out in that band and it's it's so sick dude. That one, that one, um, my friend Tommy, those guitar songs, and he's a drum- he's one of the best drummers too. He's he's like one of those dudes where you're just like, God damn it, you can do fucking everything better than everybody. <laughs> he's like easily the best drummers in Austin, hands down, and, and he's like such a fucking ripper on guitar, and you're like, God damn it, dude. Uh, <laughs> the songs, and I was in town, and we just did it. We I learned him in a day. We recorded him the next day, and uh, well, that that was like stuff that I was like, man, I'm really into like, I really make shit that's like drums, dream, or like orchid or something. I want to make shit like that. Yeah, not as so like so um, grindy. Yeah, and more like let's chill out and like have a sad part for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> let's get like let's get really melodramatic. Like, <laughs> do that in Def club we get to like do whatever and Tommy, like he's has like a lineage of like like screamo bands like it um, so he knows how to do that kind of shit that's what comes naturally to him and i was like yeah i'll do it Dude. and blast beats it's all good yeah <laughs> dude that and and so that like yeah dude like that so wait you get you learned it in a day and then you recorded it the next day I, I didn't have much time. I was in town for like a week. Oh shit, dude, that's crazy. <laughs> was, yeah, then like scheduling was a nightmare. So we were just like, how about it was like, how about fucking Tuesday we'll get together, and then I guess Wednesday we'll record it. And like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll just, we'll just do it. Okay, <laughs> dude, that's awesome. Holy shit! So it's. In my head, and it's weird because I have a bunch of orders that I have to like put together. I, I, um, in my, I'm just kind of like, this is this sort of, sort of thing that I did while I was like really moody, uh, while while I was in town for a week. <laughs> See it, and I kind of don't even know those songs that well, but they're, they're like, damn, I'm like, damn, this song is sick. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! Oh yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> Tommy killed it. Uh, <laughs> I had to be a band, and it's just like it's just like scheduling is a nightmare, dude. Yeah, I had to get back together and like rehearse. I was like, no, this is not happening. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, we want to we want to be a band, but it just it's just not happening. Damn, dude, that's crazy. Like, well, I mean, it's sick. Like, I'm I'm glad that it it, it did eventually. I am glad it happened. Like, that was it's it's fucking dope. Like, like uh, so, dude. Like with that, then like, was the recording process like crazy, or were you just like, oh, or did you guys like? Was that one of the ones where you like record? Did you guys record in the same room, or did you like track it? Me, we, where's, well, uh, 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 I think it was like scratch guitar. Okay, record a lot recorded along to and then everything else and then i left town and then they did everything else after holy shit really and i 
mixes from time to time. Oh. Uh, little though, like I, it took like eight hours to learn these like four tracks, and then um, the next day it was like hours for recording. That's not including setup. We were just, I was just like recorded like you know iPhone versions. Yeah, uh, I just tried to listen to them over and over and over, <laughs> and. And then day of recording, they're like, oh, we should do this instead. And we're like, oh, okay, great. <laughs> like, there's like a bunch of like drums that I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck that was. That's cool. <laughs> I... Off shit. But it's like, it was, it was sort of thought out. I mean, Tom had these songs like structured perfectly with like very, I think I added very little structural ideas. A couple, but it was like mainly about the me just drumming and Tommy was like, you know what to do. And I was like, yeah, I do. That's good. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's, he's a, he's a really good drummer and he's like, you can do that. And then if you don't like, and then some of the beats, he was like, I really want this kind of beat. And I was like, great. I can do that. I don't know. It was cool. It was a lot of fun. And I'd like that band to be a band. Fucking Tommy's listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like that one, but he's hard to touch with. <laughs> Dude, that's so sick, dude. Well, the, yeah, well, then hopefully he is listening and he's like, oh, dude, you know what? Fuck, I'm just going to do it. Like, oh, that... I texted him yesterday. We just, it just doesn't even, it doesn't, it's fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> I'm fine. You're fine. Yeah, we don't even need to talk about it. Yeah, exactly, dude. Yeah, we're home. Yeah. I mean, we, we hang out. Then we go like, hey, we should do this thing. And we're like, yeah. Anyway, I'll have another vodka soda now. <laughs> <laughs> like, not that. But... <laughs> yeah dude and then also like what i like what i wanted like what i wanted to ask was like dude how was that like uh, under that overpass show that you guys just played that looked fucking crazy dude what like you got a free haircut and then you got like to play that's fucking crazy yeah it was rad i um so a a couple weeks prior we did like a club we did a couple club shows and then uh, i was staying with um tommy plays guitar and he set up that that uh bridge show i, I was saying with him and he was like he was that his girlfriend was really upset that he bought a flamethrower <laughs> like what the fuck you have a, a flamethrower that sounds cool as fuck and he was like talking about playing this show but i was like i don't really want to uh be didn't want to because I I in Austin I went to a show that was in a tunnel and I got poison oak and it really got really bad. Oh damn! Uh, and I go see a doctor. Holy but shit! I don't really want to go to more tunnels. I don't really need to do that. <laughs> uh, I don't give a fuck what's at this show. Like I don't want to be under a tunnel or yeah. a bridge or fuck this. And but it was like, I was like, is that flamethrower gonna be at that bridge show? And he, was like, oh, big time, yeah. Dude. And I was like, okay. <laughs> then we need uh, to. Think about it now. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, we had like a meeting and I was like, all right, let's just fucking do it. Let's just do the bridge show. If the flamethrower is going to be there, I'll be there. And we'll figure it out. I flew out and then like did it. And um, pretty rad. I mean, I was like, the way to get there, it was under the East 7th Street Bridge uh, over the LA River. And it was like, the way to get there, he had to go through like a hole in a fence and go over some train tracks and then down that huge hill. Oh my god! And it was all fucking to do. And then like Tommy and a bunch and Anthony from Cancer Christ, they like 
basically put this show together and then got a bunch of people to like help them like load because there was a generator there was like a tent with some water and a place to put gear and then there was like a pa there's like a sound dude it was crazy it was like wow. very professional there was like monitors what holy shit yeah had a full ass backline what like, <laughs> dude two four with four twelves four tens and then like with with amps and then like an eight ten <laughs> dude, and what the fuck like there's and shit and i was like this is the most professional show like i think i've ever played yeah um, <laughs> holy shit uh and it was cool like these like you know it was like a couple of like db bands playing and some younger kids playing it was cool because they were like proper like punks and i was like damn this is like cool to see like someone that's like 15 or something out here and like and all you're like this is cool to see like i don't know just young punks like being young punks i was like this is great and like they were there for the show and the age range was cool because it was literally like 15 to like 50 i mean everyone was there damn uh and flamethrower was why there but so like (laughs) shot the flamethrower into the la river and it was just like holy fucking shit this is incredible Oh, and the haircut, too. I just needed a haircut. I told Brian to bring his clippers because I was like, it's too hot in Texas. I need a haircut. Yeah. And I'm in the town, so you got to do it. <laughs> Dude. That's so it's sick. Club haircut. It's an official club haircut because every single member of the band had a critique as it was being cut. <laughs> no way. Like, no, dude, it can't. It's got to go a little bit higher. No. It was like, do you want to do I was like, I don't want to keep the back. And they were like, keep the back fuck you and i was like fine and then <laughs> I mean, yeah everyone had a comment about this haircut i was like this is great so um uh yeah the flamethrower was like so sick cancer christ played they ripped and then the next band was brainwash they're like just like a hardcore band killed it and then that was the moment the lapd really started coming by oh uh, no way they were up on like shining their flashlights just like hey and then like when the helicopter came by (laughs) and like like, flashing the lights we were just like holy shit like this is crazy and so what the whole crew of people did that was at the show just huddled and was like big middle ears of the helicopter like fuck you (laughs) and then cancer christ made some signs that said god hates cops (laughs) and we were just like showing these signs (laughs) And I was like, this is, like, so rad. And I was like, uh, are we... Uh, and we had, like, a probably, like, a 20-minute set planned. Yeah. Like, 10 songs or something. And we were like, okay, we'll bust through these. Away. But once, like, LEP, when the helicopter showed up, when we were just like, huh, going to be over sooner than later. Um, we should just do whatever the fuck... Whatever. And so I just... I just used whatever drums were there, like whatever sticks. I don't even care. And then <laughs> did through four songs, like real quick, two or three more. And middle of it, Anthony was like shooting his flamethrower at a at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most thing I've ever been a part. Of. We're like blasting <laughs> with the ambiance of the LAPD and a flamethrower, like lighting up the show. <laughs> Dude, it's it's through all that shit. 
It sounds like RoboCop, dude. It literally sounds like you're in like a, a, a wasteland and like he's about to come out, dude. Like that's fucking awesome. That's and what was funny. So like we we I think we, I mean we only play like ten or twelve minutes. Yeah. And, uh, because we were like, this show's gonna be fucking done now. Like we should do our set and then just fucking bounce. And I didn't use any of my gear so, or even my own drumsticks. I just like that's used crazy. Whatever, like, so I just put them down and I split. And then I, as soon as I left under the bridge, I was like, oh, there's no cops anymore. They all left. Oh, wow. Really? They just, like, left. And so we were like, oh, okay. <laughs> Less chaotic. And, you know, there were a bunch of free waters. And so I'm just, like, drinking water now. And I was like, this is great. Like, uh, <laughs> dude, dude. like my- Two bands played. And everything was, like, totally fine. That's- what was really funny it was, like, a loadout out at like 1 a.m. and like cops pulled up to the train tracks with their lights going while like I'm pulling an 810 up the hill pulling a drum set up the hill because <laughs> I was with Tommy who put the show together so and he put all that shit out and I was like oh okay the cops pulled up to the train tracks like the flamethrower <laughs> brought up the hill and it was just like holy oh, shit <laughs> like it's happened like this is the end of our lives and, um, <laughs> but there was in a case and i didn't realize that right away there was in a case the cops had no idea it was like in a big metal box that had a lock he's like they're just pulling this flamethrower up the hill and i was like this is what is going on right now we have like this flamethrower that we're making payments on it was it was very worth it if not just for the photos dude Uh, oh my god dude i i I loved how i love how often like it's funny this is the first podcast i've ever done where the the word flamethrower was used so many times and i love it it's so dude to know that you were like literally around and and fired a flamethrower is at a show like what the fuck dude i yeah. dude honestly i thought you were gonna preface that whole conversation saying like because you were saying like i never want to go to another ridge show or like a tunnel show i thought you were gonna be like and i got poison oak <laughs> um i got nothing from it dude i just like i uh i was in and out i i, I flew in on saturday like afternoon we didn't even rehearse or do fucking anything we just like showed up did it um i showed up on saturday i played the show on sunday and i left monday 7 a.m i I was up for like 24 hours sunday to monday (laughs) dude (laughs) yeah and and then just like went on the plane fell asleep my friend picked me up we got lunch and i went to bed i mean it was it was great i mean (laughs) it was weird it was cool it was like very like in and out just for this like crazy thing and like I don't know. Flights are cheap right now. I, you know, I'm vaxxed. I'm I mask up. I do all my shit. So like, whatever. Like, dude. <laughs> yeah. If it all costs is like a cheap ass flight, like that's fine, dude. Yeah, dude. Like, like, dude. That fuck. That's so. That's sick, dude. And like. And I, I'm I'm always so ha- I'm always so happy when I people like say they're 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 vaxxed and masked. Like there's so many people that like I I don't know, dude. I live up in like a a desert where it's just full of you know like lifted trucks, Trump flags, and like everyone hanging out Buffalo Wild Wings at all all times. And it's just like 
it's dude yeah. it sucks <laughs> dude yeah, i was living in rural arkansas this past uh year oh yeah same same story and i was like total bullshit and so when i moved to austin in june most, most everybody in this county i think we're at like 75 percent vaxxed in this county right now oh wow the population is like almost one and a half million Holy so that's shit good yeah that's yeah, really so fucking good this county but ultimately this county is in texas yeah so <laughs> So, I mean, it's kind of like eastern, like the eastern, like east of the five on in California where you're just like, Jesus Christ, who, what is wrong with you guys? Yeah. I, that's how I, I was like, the five is like the divide. <laughs> the east is like absurd. Like, what's wrong with you? Basically. <laughs> and then the side of the five is just, is just like, yeah, whatever. Let's go to the beach and like get vaxxed. And you're like, yeah, that sounds great. Dude. It, and, and it's that simple, dude. Like. Uh, dude, it's funny. Like, I, I, I legitimately know people that like <laughs> believe that it it will. First of all, the website I was sent, they were like, "Hey, just letting you know before you get it, like, read this stuff." And it was on a website that said that the nanobots are gonna go into you. And then the, there's a there's another headline that said like, "Is this gonna turn us into zombies?" Like, legitimately, like, I, I, I was like, are. And I, I just didn't, I was just like, okay, I didn't want to open up that can of worms because it was literally going to be like, holy fuck, dude, like, you think this is going to eat us from the inside out. That is awesome. And then, dude, another person said uh, that this shot is uh, population control. I was like, dude, are they going to turn on a switch and we're all going to die? Dude, if so, I'm, I'm down for it, you know? Yeah, whatever works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, when I was living in Arkansas, it was it was interesting to I was I was working at this um vegetarian ish. It was like not vegetarian, but like healthier. Like the only meat they had was like chicken and oh, salmon okay. and yeah. like locally sourced. You know what I mean? So it wasn't healthy, but it wasn't that bad. Yeah. And um in and they would be like, Man and these people that bring in their dogs and stuff and or sit on the patio and have their dog and they're like they're cool and they were just like, Man, you know, I'd love coming here because the food is great and like you guys are all nice and like you know I you know it's at home like, I have my own garden you know I, I I harvest rain and do all this good stuff because you know I don't necessarily trust the government I think they put too much chlorine in the water and I was like cool I can kind of run with all of the, everything you're saying yeah and then they'll be like yeah food parts in it and it. They, what? <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You cut out at that last that that part. You all I heard was like hoofs. I think. Please say that again. I I, I literally didn't hear that hey, part. <laughs> man, I love your restaurant. The food's like so good, but like I'm not gonna get the vaccine because there's aborted fetus parts in it. What? And I, I whoa, 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 like it would literally be that. <laughs> Commonly, and you'd be like, oh. <laughs> dude. What was interesting was like talk to these people that before they say any of that anti-vax shit. Yeah, they're like these cool people that are like into gardening and you know what I mean. And they're like, 
have a dog and they live cool, regular lives. They ride their bike. They're regular, nice people that do regular, nice shit that don't shop at Walmart because their food sucks. And you're like, yeah, dude, fuck them. Yeah. And fuck the government. Like this vaccine has aborted fetus parts. And you're like, whoa, <laughs> dude, dude. <laughs> I read this website on whatever.com and you're like, okay. <laughs> Woman that told me that the, the like January sixth the insurrection didn't happen. What? A video. And yeah, and I was like, what? Wait, <laughs> this is whoa. The whole thing. It's not. It didn't actually happen. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm just gonna avoid this conversation, dude. Oh my <laughs> god, like, dude, it was, it, dude. That's, <laughs> dude. I don't even know what to say to that because like, like how how how. Did it not happen? And also, like, so the the people that I think I think like a couple people died there. So those people just like vanished or something, or like like I yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude! Oh my god! To know? Well, oh wow! And you have these people that were like super cool, super nice, and I was like, man, these cool these people get it. Yeah. Uh, and then they just say psycho babble like that and you're like <laughs> I, I just i uh, this is like it's, it was overwhelming being around all the like so trumpers so i feel for you i understand that like damn like i i never saw i never thought i would see that you know that trump flag uh, but it's a, a rainbow with trump's face have you ever no dude Somebody made like this this image <laughs> of Rambo, but Trump's head on it. I never thought I saw that online, and I was like, "That's pretty crazy." Whoa. And I I was like, "Yeah," sitting like in the downtown area on a day, and it was like the train just drove around the whole square, and it's like I saw the fucking that Rambo flag, and I was like, "These are pure fucking psychos out here." That's what this is. This is. <laughs> I go shit. Dude, dude, I think I'm pretty sure we have one transplant up here from there then because this dude has like a motorized like uh scooter, like car like that seat like that old people ride. Like anyways, he has, <laughs> I'm not kidding, probably a 20-foot pole that is on the back with five different Trump flags and he rides around just like this one square like like protesting like or like spreading the word of the good the good man you know like and like and it's just like like and then i was like are you serious this like and he's like like brutal like the dude this is everything he's like god and like it's just unreal to know that like you someone follows someone that like that and so blindly it's just oh dude it's it's mind-blowing like not even life that i follow like that at all i'm questioning even favorite shit all the time yeah <laughs> like that that's i think the way you have to do it to be like is this okay like is this real yeah <laughs> i don't get i don't get people like that. and it's funny you say it's like the five flags because that it's never less than five yeah. <laughs> never seen a trump a trump truck that had less than five flags on it <laughs> It's so true, but, dude. <laughs> oh man, 
like, dude, like for the longest time, my brother was, uh, my brother was saying, cause I was just like doing like a little bit of screen printing and stuff on like a home, like this homemade setup I had. And he was like, dude, you know what we should do is like fuck with like, <laughs> like Trump people and like print Trump merch, but like have all the proceeds go to like, like something anti-Trump or like black lives matter movements because he would hate that. And like, and like then people would come up to him and be like, you know what? I don't like that shirt. I don't know what I, I like what it stands for. And they'd be like, yeah, for Trump. It's like, no, you actually helped support like these lives. And they would, they'd probably rip it off, dude. I thought that was such a funny idea. That's the way to do it. Yeah. That's the like, <laughs> subversion that we're looking for in America right now. <laughs> That's what we need. <laughs> dude, oh my god. Dude, like so all the way. Let's go ahead and make that a thing. <laughs> Trumpers like kind of hate Trump or like all a lot of those psychos that are starting to hate Trump. They're, oh, they are? He's So like some of the like the real psychos, there's like Trumpers and there's like psychos. Yeah. So like goes Yeah. <laughs> Well, he's vaccinated. Like, that's the real thing. He's vaccinated. He's, like, not stood his ground all the time. He's backed off of a couple things. And so they're like, oh, this dude. And you're like, the fact that he even lost the election, people are like, fuck this dude. <laughs> dude. Uh, <laughs> what we're working with. We're, we're working with, like, six in adult bodies. And... <laughs> You know, if you're, you know, I don't know how old your kid is. It looks younger. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 sorry. Wait. What you? Okay. Year old is what. What? Wait. What? Hold on. So when you say sorry, I was laughing. I couldn't hear you. Um, <laughs> my uh, my son's seven, by the way. I don't know if that's what you were asking. I was like, your son's probably rad. Like, dude, he I'm, is. Six year olds. You've met him. Yeah, you dumb ones. That's who we're dealing with as a like adult versions of those dumb six year olds you've met, <laughs> dude. And it's it, dude, and, it, and dude, it, it's it's so true, dude. Holy shit! Like you saying that is crazy. I'm not kidding. I've literally told my son, like, you know, you're smarter than most of the adults that like are existing right now. And he was like, oh, okay. I'm like, no, it, you are. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy. That's so awesome, dude. Oh my god, dude. And like so I got two more questions for you. So if okay, so this is a weird one I like to ask like everyone. Um so if your band was a TV show or a movie, what would it be? Oh man, I'm the worst for that one because I don't watch a lot of shows. Um I, oh, you know what? I kind of feel like we're like, if there was a fifth main character in Seinfeld, yeah. like <laughs> the way together, yeah, it kind of feels like that a bit. Like I'm Kramer for sure. <laughs> Operates like that. If there was like, man, like throwing like, um, or it could be closer to like Newman, I think. I mean, <laughs> That's what I was like you, say. It was like the, the main forecast and then like me and then like me is like Newman. Like that, <laughs> I, I could see like the main cast plus Newman of Seinfeld. 
<laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Like you can pick you can pick whoever. That's how I feel. <laughs> Dude, because... They're all gonna be like, what the fuck do you mean by that? Dude, like <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome because like because when you said because i was about to say newman but then i was thinking like oh it's one of, or, or one of you the soup guy like the guy that's just like mean to ev- anyone <laughs> you know that could be <laughs> yeah well i think newman just because he lives on the on that same floor yeah as everybody yeah. so lane and george come in and out i probably yeah Dude, I just thought of it that way. That's really fun. Oh man, who would Jerry, Justin, like Tommy would be like? <laughs> That's awesome. I'm Newman. There it is, dude. <laughs> That's so sick, dude. It's the dumbest thing I've ever. <laughs> Dude, that's exactly why it's the best question, man. Because it's like, because then it makes you think like, wait, wait, hold on. Well, who the fuck is who? Like, I love that idea so much, (laughs) dude. And so, okay. And then, so what has been the best show you have ever played? And then the worst show you've ever played? Show. Wait, say that again? It was the best one. Wait, what was the best one? The show with the flamethrower oh dude because like i was gonna say it had it, it's probably that one because it's fucking insane dude that's so cool insane to be able to even just have that story <laughs> uh it is just a habit for the rest of my life yeah. of this insane thing that I did. <laughs> well it was funny this is like cool my parents are super cool my mom texted me after that was like man those pictures look great the show looked like a lot of fun i don't like your haircut and i was like that's fine (laughs) that's cool dude cool as fuck as it turns out and uh i mean she's been cool as fuck for a minute but uh let's see worst show i don't know uh that's a tough one too because like it's like a little different every show's got weird problems yeah it's usually because you would think it would be like the club show that you played at nobody and the sound was bad or something. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, oh, shit, this one comes to mind. I was playing a week flesh and we were playing an outdoor. We were playing a real venue that had good sound and like there was like, you know, sound check and all the shit. But we were a grind band for like a Scandinavian death metal band. Whoa. Underdog or something. And, um, people are different than grind and hardcore people as i found out yeah. <laughs> um because if you don't do death metal they don't care <laughs> we were doing like the way we like we did we do our set like in chunks we would do like three or four songs like kind of just just like rattle them off yeah it would do like a whole chunk of, and dead once oh dead dude terrifying silence and you're just like <laughs> dude that's sick like uh if, i mean it's like a sold out show so you know there's hundreds of people there that don't like me and it <laughs> okay let's do our next chunk <laughs> and, <laughs> of, yeah 
15 songs to play. Like, let's do it. Chunk, and then it'd be like, uh, ooh. <laughs> All right. But the one dude that had like a locust tattoo. Yeah. Was after the set, he was like, man, that was crazy. And I was like, thanks, dude. Here's a shirt. You can just have it. I that, like, understood that that was, like, the most painful thing. Because we were, like, joking on stage. We're like, man, you guys are really down to party. <laughs> dude, that's Here. sick. Fuck, dude. Thanks for thanks for coming out and supporting. <laughs> like, doing all that shit. Like, fuck y'all. <laughs> dude, that's... Uh, that's terrible. I was... Oh, Playing in front of a bunch of people that don't fucking want it, like, actively don't want you on stage. <laughs> actively? <laughs> Dude, oh and my god. Our shows were never like that. That was the one, like, like what the fuck? But people are just on a different, they're on a different wavelength. Dude, yeah, it sounds like you God to like to, to silence, dude, and like, and I'm glad I'm glad you at least had that one guy. Like that makes it all worth it. <laughs> right, holy shit! The one dude got it. Okay, cool. He understood <laughs> that we were just dying up there. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! Oh, that's so. Turns that... out. I've played to like fucking nobody at a house in like Michigan. Better show, <laughs> dude. Yeah, because like good rehearsal, <laughs> dude. Yeah, it's out of state rehearsal, and like, and and also it's just like I don't know. Like at least, at least no one saw you instead of like two hundred people that just don't give a shit. Like it's just like oh man, like it's it's almost better this way. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Dude. It's like that idea it's like bad press is better than no press or like that idea, but it's like it's people like throw shit at me than do absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you should I mean like two weeks ago we played another show, people were going crazy. How come this show's the show <laughs> that it's dead? <laughs> This oh. is like so. Yeah, that one stands out. That was like 2016 or something. That wasn't even that long ago. Damn, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, that's the one, bud. Dude, <laughs> dude, dude. See, like that. Like I, what I always like to say is like tell everyone. Like is like, dude. That's why I like ending on the worst shows. Like because I love when people. If if people don't play music and they listen to this podcast, they're just like. Dude, why the fuck would I want to play music? Like everything seems so brutal and fucked up, if, especially at those worst shows. And I'm like, and but like, and I love like some people have like great shows. They're like, yeah, it was still bad, but we had a great time afterwards. <laughs> uh, so we Def Club played at uh, the Echo a few weeks ago, and it was like the show was a matinee, so it was done by like eight o'clock. Oh, whoa! It was. <laughs> Dude. Odin was 1 p.m. What? <laughs> Dude, what? That's insane. It was kind of sick, though. It, like, the show, the doors were at, like, 5. First band was, like, 5.30, 6. Um, was, uh, Secret Fun Club, and then us. We went 
like seven fifteen or so. Played for like half hour, and then it was a hard curfew of eight o'clock, and it was like, all right, so we loaded out. In eight o'clock, dude, that's that sounds Echo amazing. Park, dude, that's perfect. Right. <laughs> dude. So like, you know, I had like a little crew and like. And like hung out and talked shit. I was like, this is kind of great. Like, this is <laughs> awesome. Like, we played a rad set and then we just hung out with people. I was like, this is cool. I want to do this more. Like, this. The yeah. earlier, the better. Yeah, dude. Like, set me up with like a noon show, dude. I'm down. Like, and then you have the rest of the day, dude. <laughs> I know. It was great. Like, even, even that bridge show was like pretty. Like, <laughs> it was first band was like 8 30. It was done by 11 30. Whoa. You know, on the later side. But still, yeah, right? I mean, it's like... Dude, like, that's, that's like, like, dude, like, you would think under a bridge, like, that's going to be, like, hard punk time. So, like, you, you think it's going to be, like, yeah, we're going to, like, you guys are going on at 3 a.m. And then, like, and then we're going to go home. It's like, dude, that, that, that show ended very early for what it sounds like it should have. And, and... Yeah. <laughs> but, like... And that and that's what was cool about it. Like everybody had energy and like could do a good set because they were feeling it. They no one was in the audience was like too fucked up. Oh, dude, that's sick. That's so perfect, dude. That is so. Oh, damn. I think a little bit before ten. <laughs> dude. Oh my god, dude. Like you, you guys. Like that's like a perfect show. It worked out really well. The only reason we were out until like one or one thirty was like the. Out after the show. Yep. And then loading out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. We're out. That's crazy, dude. Like literally loading out. That would take forever. And like, and then also like, yeah, of course you're gonna hang out after it. It's that's like the like the best part to do after a show. Like it's like you get to hang out with all your friends that are there now. Like that's so sick. Oh my god. That, it was pretty rad. That's so sick, dude. Well then, dude, like. Thank you for coming on. This has been so cool, dude. Awesome. This is this is so cool. Thank you for having me. So I know the episode's over, but uh, that was that was sick because you know it's right right after I, we were, we were done talking on podcast, we literally talked probably for another hour and a half off podcast just about anything and everything. It was sick. Scott was so cool. Please please go check out Def Club. Like 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 he's. I, I don't know. His blast beats are something different to me. They're so sick. I uh, oh man. I uh, I was just so stoked when he was able to come on. This is that was so much fun. So dude, Scott, thank you so much for coming on. And they, oh, oh man, it's just so cool. So yeah, please go check out his bands. Check him out. He's a cool dude. And uh, guess what? Thank you for checking this out. If you're listening to this to the first for the first time, look at that me fumbling words. That's normal. If this is the first time, then thank you for coming here. And if this is uh, like the second or third time, or like the whatever episode this is, thank you for coming back that many times. That's super sick. But anyways, I hope you have a good breakfast, lunch, and then another breakfast because dinner doesn't count. So I hope you have a good day, and I will talk to you later. Bye. 
the voice on this podcast is me, Josh Matthews, your favorite host. The intro was done by my friend Nick Riggs. And the person that does all the behind the scenes, basically the producer of the show, is my brother Danny. So go thank him and go thank Nick. And you know what? Give me like maybe like a, hey, you, you're doing something. But seriously, thank you so much, guys. It is, it is so sick that you guys do that. So thank you for listening.